brace yourself and prepare to get absolutely obliterated. Welcome to the premiere episode of Absolutely Obliterated. My name is Blake Sterling. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about this podcast. Really, I'm just going to give short takes on stuff that I'm into. So that would be video games, movies, animated stuff, shows, uh, sports, uh, really into mixed martial arts, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, technology. I'm a photographer, so camera stuff is like my lifeblood. So with that said, let's go ahead and let's get started with this first episode. Let's talk about video games. Um, I have a PS Quad and I recently played a couple of games. The first is I Am Setsuna, which is just an awful, awful, awful RPG uh, done in the style of maybe Secret of Mana. It's going for that vibe. Here's the problem with it, is that there's so much fucking dialogue that you almost don't play the game at all. So I grinded through like two hours of dialogue in really shit, bleak, snowy scenery. And I finally get to a dungeon. And I enter the dungeon and I think, yes, this is it. I'm going to be solving puzzles. I'm going to be battling enemies. I'm going to work my way through this fucker, fight a boss, get some kind of huge reward. And I'm in there for five minutes before I encounter the boss. It's essentially a boss rush. Um, and then it's right back to town, right back to more shitty dialogue. Um, and of course, the save system is fucking borked. So I lost a save. The save was before the boss, and I said, fuck it. So that's deleted from my PS4 forever. It will never go back on there. Um, switching gears to an awesome game, I played Hyper Light Drifter. Um, these are all indie titles, I think. They're on the PlayStation Store. Hyperlight Drifter is like the perfect Super NES-style, top-down, beat-em-up game. Um, it's kind of Zelda. It's a little bit of Mega Man with the dash and the blaster. Um, and it's kind of Smash TV, too, where you enter these rooms, you have a bunch of enemies to fight, and you have to figure out how to take them all out. Um, the save system is kind of like Super Meat Boy, so if you die, and you will die frequently, you start right back uh, in the room that you were in. So you can tackle it again and again and again uh, and find the right way through. Really fucking good. The art style's good. The music is good. The only downside is there's no text. There's no dialogue. So you really have to kind of like squint your eyes and kick your brain into overdrive to think about uh, how the menu system works, how upgrades work, and all of that stuff. So it's a little, little stupid there, let's be honest. But yes, Hyperlight Drifter, it's 20 bucks, I think, which is half the price of I Am Setsuna. Total steal at 20 bucks. You have to buy it. You won't be asking for refunds like it's No Man's Sky. You're not going to feel gypped, I don't think. Let's talk about technology. Let's talk about cameras. The Canon 5D Mark IV was revealed to the world, and it's pretty good. What can you say? It's got a solid sensor, solid low light. It's not blasting away Sony's stuff, and I don't think anyone expected it to. 
but it's close. Uh, dynamic range is like half a point away from the Sony a7R2. Uh, low light is better than last year's Nikon's, so it's a good camera. But I think the game-changing feature, look, I'm not going to shoot video. I don't think anyone's going to buy this strictly for video. But the game-changing feature is in live view. And when you're in live view, you can track faces, which makes shooting uh, f1.4, f1.8, it makes shooting those images in live view super easy. Um, it's going to keep tack sharp focus on the eyes of a person. Uh, so wedding photographers that need to get these super shallow shots in low light um, are going to be able to nail focus and they're not going to have to cull a bunch of images because they're blurry uh, because there's motion blur because they didn't have enough shutter speed people are going to be able to shoot high ISO get that shutter speed up and just nail focus over and over and over and over again which is great for me because I do it now with the 5D2 I'll turn on live view and I'll like zoom in 10 times I'll meticulously focus on the eye and I'll get maybe a couple shots um, that all changes now with the 5D4, I'm going to be able to get, you know, 15, 10 shots in the amount of time it takes me to get one on the two, uh, which is going to be amazing, honestly. So the 5D4, I think a lot of wedding photographers are going to ditch their three, which already has weird colors. Um, the live view sucks on it. It's totally worthless live view. And I think people are going to jump ship to the four. So it's going to be a huge seller, even if it's not the perfect camera that's blowing away Sony or Nikon. Moving on to the world of animated movies. I finally watched Batman The Killing Joke and the movie in and of itself was kind of a joke. Um, you know, it was heralded as this return to form. When it was announced, they said these old names from Batman the Animated Series were joining the team. They were going to make it great. And they did the opposite, honestly. They made a huge turd of a movie. Um, so let me talk about my problems with the movie. There's a lot of problems with the main plot points, problems that people had with the source material that I didn't really have, but with this movie, the problem is Batman, like the character of Batman. Um, he's supposed to be this guy who is on his A-game, does his research, stays in the shadows, does reconnaissance, always has the jump on everybody. And in this movie, everybody has the jump on him. Um, so Barbara foot sweeps him, like mounts him when they're fighting, and then there's this awkward sex scene, whatever, that's another problem, but I'm not gonna get into that. So she gets the jump on Batman. Then this lowly mob boss kind of butt fucks the dude with a missile launcher, totally out of character for Batman. He goes like headlights on, blazing into this, uh, you know, shipyard and just gets brutalized, and he almost gets killed, and Barbara has to save him. And then, in the ending scene, spoiler alert, you shouldn't watch it anyway, so spoilers don't matter, but in the end, Batman goes to this carnival, he's hunting down the Joker, and every single one of Joker's carny uh, freak show henchmen gets the jump on him, gets a strike in, because Batman comes strutting into the carnival. Uh, it's just completely out of character. It makes the whole movie just a huge turd that you should avoid at all costs. So please, please, please do not watch it. Uh, don't even consider it. 
the final topic today is parenting. If my 11-month-old son does not start walking soon, he is going straight in the trash. Alright, that does it for the premiere episode of Absolutely Obliterated. Again, I am Blake Sterling. Thank you so much for listening. Please stay tuned for another episode. Bye, y'all. You have been absolutely obliterated. Go home and be a family man.